0: if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. So today's episode is loosely, as ever, about money. And it's a bit of an irony that I should be considering m- creating any kind of podcast or any material whatsoever about money even though I do have a qualification known as a sacred money archetypes coach which like any qualification if you get it and then don't really have a passion or enthusiasm for it and don't ever use it it's about as much value as the paper it's printed on. But that's an aside. So why would I talk about money when actually I'm no expert whatsoever on money? I personally have had a long term problem with it that I only realized in the last 10 years, which sounds like a long time, but you know, I'm 60 in a couple of weeks, so it's not such a long time in the grand scheme of things. But it took me a long time to realize I had a problem with money because I used to be able to make money, I thought I could make money. I came out of university, got myself a good job, got promoted several times, had a nice company car, bought my first flat on my own. Um, Yeah, I seemed to be doing okay. And then later on in life, I started off as a freelancer, found myself some decent well-paid projects, had no problem negotiating the money for those, set up my own business with uh, a colleague, and we made some money, and then I became a coach. I became a therapist, and I made money. And then I became a coach, and I made money. And I always said there was a thought at the back of my mind that said, "I will never have a problem because I am willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that I have income and that there is a roof over my head." And that, and so I never worried, or I didn't think I did, until it all started to unravel which is where if you've been listening for a long time you are familiar with the story of where it unraveled when i hit that five-figure coaching month and it seemed like i'd made it felt like i'd made it and it all started to unravel how many times can i say the word unravel unravel from that moment but if you're one of those people that thinks the universe shows you what you need to know, and it will keep showing you, and it will keep showing you in a more painful way, the more often you fail to respond appropriately, then you'll get where I'm going with this because it's been something that's played in the back of my mind. You know, when you look for, and if you listen to anyone speak about money, people that are experts, the kind of things that you will have heard that you've taken on as beliefs like money doesn't grow on trees rich people are bad people not that people say rich people are bad people but there's often um an association with you know money corrupts money is corrupt so all of those phrases that we've grown up with of other people we have grown up with or places we've worked if we hang out with people that have those beliefs quite powerfully then they reinforce whatever it is we've been taught which is probably why rich people why rich people hang on to their money generally and people from lower class low-income households tend not to a big chunk of that is to do with the fact that all the people around you think about money in a certain way, and therefore you think about it in a certain way, therefore you behave in a certain way, and therefore you either never have it or you always have it. And that's always been a core frustration for me. And I, perhaps like you, must have followed so many programs and downloaded the manifestation and the affirmations. And I've talked about these before But here's where I hope to be able to add some value. If you're in that place that you're still desperately, you know, running on the hamster wheel of life, trying to just stay afloat and hoping upon hope, if you work hard enough, if you get enough lucky breaks, that you will finally reach that so-called Nirvana place of a comfortable life. You might be like me, you probably are, if you listen to this episode, you're not looking for enormous riches and ridiculous super yachts. You don't need to be Ibramovich and buy a football club or have private jets. You might want that, but you probably just would like to feel that you had some degree of financial freedom. In other words, you had the freedom to do what you want without the worry that underpins it that somehow the rug will be pulled from under you that it's all just teetering on the edge hanging on a thread that it all could come crashing down you just that little step away there's always a mortgage or a bill or something big enough that it could if it all went wrong go horribly wrong and covid has unfortunately created that situation for so many people. So what value do I have to add here? Not the solution, I hasten to add. If I had the solution, I would have totally cracked this and I, trust me, I'd be telling you the total solution, but I think I'm on the way there and here's why. It does relate to mindset and it does link to the way people do manifestation and visualization and vision boards and all of that stuff. But it requires what I always require of my clients, and that's to begin to notice where your thoughts begin to take you at the point of it happening. So you don't have to do anything with it in that moment, but you have to notice that moment where your thoughts suddenly go down a path that you don't want to be going down. Because noticing is the first step to changing. Now let me be clear, if we were talking about eating, it would be that moment where you find yourself heading towards the cupboard and all emotional impulse is driven towards the thing that you're going to eat and nothing on earth is going to stop you. But if you get to that awareness of, "Uh uh-oh, why am I going towards the cupboard? What What was I thinking? What was I about to do before I was heading to the cupboard? That creates what I call a pause. And when you have a pause, it's like a little opening in the door and you put your foot in the door. You've got the chance to put your foot in the door and do something different. So with money, that's been such a hard thing for me to do. Okay, I can do this with relationships. I've sorted myself on relationships. I've got myself sorted with with eating and nutrition why is this money thing still there? And I've begun to find the little gap. And this is where I'm hoping that I can help you. So emotionally, I feel like I'm okay about money. You know, I've done a a podcast about the idea of letting go, uh, that you come to a state of mind that says, I will never worry about money again, and you just let go of the worry. That's all, you let go of the worry. Sounds so simple. You know it's not, I know it's not. And you can do that in one moment. It's hard, but you can manage to find some moments where you do actually let go of that. But then it comes back. It's when you start mopping up all the little incidents. So for example, let's say you think to yourself, Oh, I'm, I really would like to go and visit my family in New Zealand. I have some family in New Zealand, so it's a good example. And you think that, but the, like the very next thought, it's almost comes up before you've, you've finished that thought about, wouldn't it be nice? There's another thought that comes up really quickly that says here, yeah, but you can't afford that. It's not a high level conscious thought. You don't even really hear it. It's a feeling and and this is where you change your attention. So you have to observe the feeling first. Hold on a minute, my feelings have shifted and you suddenly find yourself in a place where you're thinking of all the reasons why you can't go there or all of the regrets that you have about not being there, all the things you're going to miss by not being there. Because if you've got a grandchild out there as I now have, you think, oh yeah, but it's going to grow up. You know, even if I go once every five years, you start on the what ifs and if onlys, and they're always the bad stories. Oh, if you, even if you go once every five years, then they won't know who you are, then you don't form a relationship. And you know, what are the cost of flights? Oh goodness, and now COVID, not so many flights, the price is going to go up. And you catch yourself in a spiral. And that's just one example. Let's take another one. Maybe COVID has severely impacted your income. And you think, oh, I'd really like to go and see my, my friend who lives in another part of the country. So not New Zealand. But then you think, so you so you start with the nice thinking, Oh, wouldn't it be nice to see my friend? And then you realise that money thought comes in. It's not a good money thought. It's a "Mm, yeah, but I haven't got as much income now. Cost of petrol to go there. Can I stay with them? Oh, they might want to go out. Can I afford to eat? Before you know it, you're into that treadmill of thought that spirals out into all of the what ifs and if onlys. And even talking about it as I'm talking about it, and maybe as you're listening to it and thinking about it, notice the heaviness within you. Somewhere in your body is not feeling good. Right now, it's feeling tight. If you have any issue with money, and if you're listening to this podcast, you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. Notice the tightness that increases. That is what holds the money away. And if I'm sounding a bit woo-woo here, and I would have dismissed this in the past, oh, go. That's all just crazy woo nonsense. But I have to attest to whether I know why this happens, and I, I I can justify and link to the neuroscience of creating positive neural networks. That works for me. But I, there is something that you kind of think is there something on another level, energetically, that does move us towards something, or keep it away from us. And if I apply that to exactly the same process that I followed with relationships, the moment, I not only let go of the fear of never finding the perfect relationship, I not only let go of that, but I changed my thought process about everything that might have related in the past to the potential for a relationship. So, for example, going out with a friend to a bar or a restaurant. In the past, my thought would have gone straight to, oh yeah, but what if I don't meet anyone? It wasn't relevant, it it wasn't relevant. And And once I got to the place of, I'm going out to have a really nice time with a friend, that's what I'm going to do i'm not looking for anything else i'm just going to have a nice time with a friend and i'm really looking forward to it i can stay focused on the company the laughter the meal the place we go just enjoying the time without any thought about whether i was going to meet anyone and that shift that i kept carrying on into every activity undertook so if i wanted to learn how to do something and start a new class, there was never a thought about, oh, I might meet someone. It was always about, oh, I can't wait to learn this new thing. And if I was in a group, the old me, let's say, let me give you the example of my crochet group, which was actually after my relationship, but I never would have gone to sit in a library with a group of middle-aged to elderly women to learn how to knit and crochet fruit. I mean, come on, that sounds, so it doesn't sound like the kind of place you would meet someone. And it's not even such skill that I've wanted. But when you shift your mindset, you go, you're just going for the experience. You're just going to open yourself up to something new, to be receptive and open to new people, new learning without any ulterior motive behind it of, what if I meet someone? And the same thing can apply with money, and it takes a little bit of a shift of of the cogs. So when you think about, oh, wouldn't it be lovely to see someone? If you can allow yourself to move into a place if that's all you're going to enjoy, is just the act of seeing someone. So if it's your friend, you might think, you know what I just want to speak to them you set up a call if you really know that actually you can't afford the petrol right now you just set up a call you let go of anything to do with the money you go what is it I really want I want to spend time with this person how can I do that oh that would be nice look at all the ways you can just enjoy the time whether it be on a zoom call or a telephone and the same thing would apply for someone overseas. If you think about, oh, I really would like a new car, but you, but then that second thought says, oh, I can't afford one. Then you refocus your attention on all that you can enjoy where you are now. Maybe you have a car that's perfectly serviceable, just you know, doesn't look that great, isn't that smart. But you can appreciate all the places it's taken you all the times it's been reliable or you can think oh you know i can't afford that car right now but instead of thinking about what you can't afford you can think but i could afford some train journeys why don't i do some more train journeys i know we're not supposed to do public transport right now but shift your focus to where you could expand your experience, where you could expand your pleasure, where you could expand your enjoyment so that the money piece becomes a, it would be even better if, but it's great as it is. And that's the joy that you have to find, which interestingly comes back to that word joy where, I've talked in previous episodes about insignificant moments of joy. The better we get at finding that neuroscience of Pollyanna again, oh, it's coming back. The better we get at doing that in every moment, the more when we create those gaps, when you hear, and it will come fast, there'll be a little voice that says, yes, but you can't do that because that costs too much. Any of those thoughts, it costs too much, you can't afford that. You've never been able to afford that. You will never be able to afford that. Other people can do that. I wish any of those thoughts that bring you back to that feeling of discomfort, of lack, of heaviness. The minute you notice them, you can celebrate that moment because then you've created a gap. And that's where I am at the moment of creating the gap, going, oh, I just had that thought, I thought a good thought, and then it was followed by "Oh, but can I afford that? And so it gives you that foot in the door to switch your focus to where is the joy in this moment, in this thing? How could I expand that joy? How could I get even more out of it? What am I not putting into this because I'm waiting for that other thing to give me permission? What more of me could I put into this that would make this even more rich and rewarding? And there's that nice word, rewarding. Rewarding doesn't have to be, in this moment, financial. So that the, it would be great if the money comes along, but if it never comes along, everything I have right now is wonderful. It fills me up. I feel satisfied, contented, safe even. So my tip to you, as I said, I'm on a journey with the rest of you to challenge all of the mindsets and beliefs that come from growing up in a lower working class background and all of the environments I've been in since. But to let go means really just to refocus on expanding the positive aspects of your experience right now, in all the ways you can that have nothing to do with money and not hating money, not refusing, not having any negativity towards it at all. Just letting go the feelings, using the gap that noticing the thoughts gives you to refocus your attention and go where it leads you. Okay. I hope this has been helpful and allowed you to think a little more about your own relationship with money and whether you can notice more where your thoughts quietly in the background suddenly take you down that rabbit hole of not enough. There's never enough or just enough. Just to let that go and expand your current experience until you let go completely and then let's watch the magic happen. If you liked this podcast or any other podcast, please share on your social media platforms. I've got some exciting plans in mind, which I will share with you in future episodes. You can find me, as you may be aware, on the Mental Wealth Factory at Facebook or midlife reinvention group also on facebook head over there leave me a message or record a message here otherwise have a great rest of day let me know how you get on with your money challenges